dance, Gino dance. Three in a row. Three in a row. As the Celtics win 119 to 100 or to 119 to 93 to against the Charlotte Hornets. They get the job done at home before they head on the road to play a Christmas Day matchup with the Toronto Raptors. Let's see. All right. So box scores for the Celtics. Semi Ojale played 11 minutes and one second. Five points, one rebound, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. Jason Tatum played 35 minutes and 51 seconds, 39 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, one steal, and three blocks. Daniel Tice played 15 minutes and 17 seconds, zero points, five rebounds, three assists, zero steals, and one block. Jalen Brown played 32 minutes and 17 seconds, 16 points, nine rebounds, five assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. Kemba Walker played 30 minutes and seven seconds. 23 points, one rebound, four assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. Enos Cantor played 24 minutes and 23 seconds. Eight points, 13 rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, and one block. Brad Wanamaker played seven or 27 minutes and six seconds. Zero points, two rebounds, eight assists, zero steals, and one block. Grant Williams played 22 minutes and one second. 12 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Javante Green played 16 minutes, 4 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 steals, and 0 blocks. Romeo Langford played 23 minutes and 10 seconds, 8 points, 4 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 steals, and 1 block. Taco Fall played 2 minutes and 36 seconds, 4 points, 2 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 steals, and 1 block. And Carson Edwards played zero minutes, zero seconds, so he got nothing. All right. My top performers were at the top were uh, Jason Tatum, um, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, and uh, Grant Williams. I'm going to give an honorable mention to uh, Enos Cantor because he had another night where he had like double digit rebounds and stuff like that. So he's getting done off. Defensively and possibly offensively too on rebounding. So, Let's see, uh, most of them were offense or defensively. So good, defensive rebounding. Yeah, so getting a job done defensively. So honorable mention to him. All right. So Charlotte's uh box scores. Miles Briggs played thirty-one minutes and thirty-eight seconds, fifteen points, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, and one block. Nicholas Platoons played 21 minutes and 43 seconds, 6 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and no blocks. Bismack Biombo played 27 minutes and 27 seconds, 18 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 0 steals, and 2 blocks. Devontae Graham played 32 minutes and 7 seconds, 23 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists, 0 steals, and 0 blocks. Terry Rozier, old Celtic face, played 38 minutes and 3 seconds, 14 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Malik Monk played 20 minutes and 8 seconds, 3 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 steals, and 0 blocks. Cody Zeller played 16 minutes and 46 seconds, 
six points, one rebound, zero assists, zero steals, and one block. Cody Martin. Ooh, Cody Martin. Kind of something from the sweet light of Sag and Cody. Oh, that's pretty funny. Cody Martin. <laughs> All right, so anyway, back to reality, which that show actually did happen in Boston, so they were Celtics fans. All right, so, all right. Um, so Cody Martin played 20 minutes and four, 49 seconds, six points, two rebounds, one assist, zero steals, and zero blocks. Marvin Williams played 18 minutes and 45 seconds, two points, three rebounds, one assist, zero steals, and one block. Michael Kidd Gilchrist played five minutes and 26 seconds, zero points, zero rebounds, one assist, zero steals, and zero blocks. Dwayne Bacon played three minutes and 42 seconds, zero points, zero rebounds, one assist, one, no steals, and no blocks. And Willie Herman Gomez played three minutes and 25 seconds, zero points, one rebound, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. All right, so my top performers were... Uh, Devontae Graham, Bismack Biombo, Miles Briggs, and uh, Terry Rozier, my top performers. Yeah. All right, so obviously, team points wise, obviously, we had won the game, we had more points, so 119 to 93. Uh, we are. Celtics out rebounded the Hornets 57 to 27. Offensively 10 to 2 Celtics. Defensively 47 to 25 Celtics. Uh assists though 26 to 25 Hornets. Steals 3 to 2 Hornets. Blocks 9 to 5 Celtics. Turnovers 3 to 11. Uh, Hornets. So as I said, three to eleven. As I did that, is meaning that the Hornets won the turnover battle. Uh, personal fouls seventeen to twenty four Hornets. So we committed more turnover or committed more personal fouls. Field goal percentage was better for the Celtics, fifty two point three to a uh, forty point two. Um, free fr- free pointer percentage was. Also better for the Celtics, 43.8 to uh, the Hornets, 29.4. And free throw percentage was better also, 81.2 to 73.9. Game was tied once. Longest run was nine. Lead changes were eight, and there were eight lead changes. Celtics had, Celtics had biggest leap up right there. Um, Celtics' biggest lead was 26, and the Hornets' biggest lead was 8. All right, so kind of going over something real quick. So on to the injuries and cue Pete Griffin. Before we start, go. All right. 
All right, so here we are. Um, Garner Hayward was questionable, but he did not play tonight with a left ho- left sore left foot again. Vincent Poirier is still out with his right pinky fracture injury. Marcus Smart is still out, unfortunately, with a left eye infection. Man, I wonder. Man, I wonder if he's going to get a bit eye infection. I've ever asked my dad about that. Dude, that if he's out that long with an eye infection, oh, was the last time he played? No. Hmm. All right. So, all right. So, um, and Robert Williams did not play tonight with a left hip bone. I can't pronounce. It. I'm not even going to pronounce because I'm just going to say something wrong. All right. A left E D E M A. Yeah, that's what we're just going. E D E M A. Yeah. Injury. And Carson Edwards was doubtful, but he uh still what but he became available. He just didn't get any minutes last. Tonight. So let's see. Gordon Hayward had a career, or uh, Jason Tatum had a career night tonight. Scored 39 points, career high for him in his young career. I wasn't able to watch any of the game because I was at the movie theater. Um, we saw the new Star Wars movie that came out The Rise of Skywalker. Pretty good, pretty good. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I'll just watch them just nonetheless, just because just as a respect, mainly, yes, I'm not a Star Wars fan because I'm I'll be a fan to a point, but not to the point where I'm very nerdy. I'll just collect stuff that that's will be over the top. I'll go see the movies, but not to a point. Yeah. But I'll tell you, um, while I was looking at it, I saw the Hornets at the end of the first quarter were up by seven and then had the eight-point lead, and then from then on out, they Celtics had were basically not giving this one away. Yeah, and they pulled away with the win, free number, win number three, and last one of the two-game homestand before they head to Toronto for game for a Christmas Day matchup. Yeah, pretty neat, very good. So, um. I like to get into the holidays a little bit too, mainly because of a, uh, somewhat like kind of like just how it's all great and stuff like that, especially as Christmas time, decorating my tree, um, and stuff like that. Speaking of which, we put water. In, I, I think we put water in the tree. So good. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm 27 years old. I shouldn't be losing my mind right now. All right. So anyway. So um. Yeah, um, watching movies, listen to Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas music listener. I'll listen to it to a point, but my dad is huge. He'll listen to Christmas music even in May. Yeah, he's, yeah. He listens to Christmas music in May. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the point, it's, it's just out of season. It's just weird. It's just out of season. It should be meant for, like, this time of year listening although i haven't really listened to much we're going we're probably going to end tomorrow or the wednesday show with a christmas song but i'm gonna have to pick out which one but watching christmas movies like christmas vacation the home alone movies the christmas carol movies which i've read the book and my dad and this is another thing too he has basically every collection movie version of that movie a british version yes there is a british version even though that this story just takes place in England, but it was made by a British film company, and 
done by British actors. Even has the Mickey Mouse version and the Muppet Christmas Carol, which isn't bad to you. The Muppet Christmas Carol is pretty funny too. Yeah. yeah. It's a cute, cute kid. I like I liked it as a kid. Yeah. And my little nephew likes it too. It's just one of his favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. And that'll be pretty neat to see him like a year ago, he was f- like three or four months old and he had no idea what the hell was going on. We were opening presents and stuff like that. Even when he was getting his own gifts, he had no idea what the hell was going on. Now, fast forward a year later, let's see let's see the show go on. Yeah, let's just see how he acts on Christmas. I was gonna give him a signed baseball by one of my by uh, like a favorite Red Sox player and stuff like that, but we're probably going to wait until he knows what to do with it. If he'll probably feel like, Ooh, this is a ball. I'm going to throw it. Even though it's a very priceless sign ball by, yeah, it should be put up for display. He's 15 months old. He doesn't know any better, which he turned 15 months old on Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's pretty neat. So, So next game, yeah, as I said, Christmas Day against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto against the defending NBA champs. You I, ten years ago, I would never f- see the Toronto Raptors at NBA champions. That that's just something that didn't would never have happened in 2009-2010 season. Yeah, and they already are the defending national champs or defending NBA champs. That's just, see, my oh my, how a decade kind of changes things. They're still still pretty good. They're still hanging in there, even though they still lost Kawhi Leonard to free agency and a lot of other people too. Yeah, they're still hanging in there, still competing, one of the top teams in the uh, Eastern Conference right now. I also want to get into rule changes too. Let's get into rule changes. Try to increase this episode a little bit. Some of them have been a little bit short recently. I do apologize. It's just not a lot we could really talk about. Because I haven't really watching most of the games so far because of just doing stuff. Like just doing like having my own kind of life a little bit too. Ooh, Isaiah Thomas got suspended. Old former Celtic. Two-game bam. What what did he do? This is interesting. We'll talk about this. Spending two games. Ooh, he confronted two fans during last night's game against the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh, he delivered it. What did he do? What did he do? Oh, they shouted obscenities to them. Ooh, typical Philadelphia fans. What did they say to him? Oh, fuck you, bitch. Oh. That isn't bad. I could f- he, they could have said a lot worse. Yeah, they could have said, said racial slurs at the dude. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. I mean, they really shouldn't have called him that. I mean, still have still a lot of respect for Isaiah Thomas, even though he kind of has, like, kind of came out and said stuff about the Celtics, too, after they traded him, which I thought that was pretty dumb, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, but still, I mean, I still have a lot of respect. Once a Celtic, always a Celtic. But he's not a bitch. What? Man, screw Philadelphia, yeah. The fans should be punished, and that's that's what I saw too. The fans got like one one year ban, a lifetime ban for twelve months. There's no justice. Oh my god! All right, let's see. I want to go over the rule changes too. There, the NBA is proposing new rule changes to, uh, I think twenty one something. Yeah, the. In two seasons from now. Come on, show it. Where is it? Ah, ooh. <laughs> All right, major changes. I made a fart. <laughs> All right, for the 21-22 season. All right. 78-game regular season. So we're going to lose four game games in the regular season. And in tournament, and in turn, or in-season tournament, Prize money of $1 billion for each player and a $1.5 million coach's pool for the champion. Play in tournaments for the number seven and number eight playoff seeds and reseeding of the final four teams in the postseason based on regular season record. Oh my God. Man, Adam Silver is trying to turn it like what they do in soccer too because they'll have like in season tournaments. Like, They'll have like tournaments for like a Scottish or like a certain cup, a European cup, or something like that. A league title, which is basically the end of the season title, and then like have in turn in season tournaments and stuff like that. So he's trying to do what they're doing in uh over international soccer. I'm not sure I like that. I don't like changing it. I like it at 82 games. I don't know why we have to change it to 74 games. It's just people are just getting hurt. I don't know. Hmm. All right. So anyway, yeah, so Wednesday, next game, Christmas Day, showdown between the defending NBA champion, Toronto Raptors, and your Boston Celtics in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena. Oh, Scotiabank. Oh. Yeah, 11 a.m. Well, 11 a.m. my time. Probably going to be noon everybody else's time or wherever you wherever you live, time zone, whatever time it is. It could be midnight when you watch this game in some places or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing my love. Um, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Um. Follow the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast from. It doesn't matter to us. So I want to say happy Hanukkah for all the Jewish, for all my Jewish friends, or the Jewish listeners and Jewish friends too. Um, happy Hanukkah to them and happy holidays to everybody else. And until then, um, see you Wednesday, Christmas Day. Take it away, Eminem, a.k.a. Slim Shady!
one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. One moment to capture. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out, he's choking how, everybody's choking now, the clock's run out, time's up, over, blast, snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes gravity, choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies, he know he won't have it, he knows his whole back to these ropes, it don't matter, he's tough, he knows that, but he's broke, he's so sad that he knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo, this old rap city better go capture this moment and hope it don't do it, lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go, only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow, this opportunity comes once in a lifetime, do it, Shot, do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a 